take it back to the 90s. That's where you cats gonna find me. Uh, let's take it back to the 90s. That's where you cats gonna Hello, Jillian. Hello, Chelsea. How are you? I'm fine. Best wishes, warm regards. Warm regards. <laughs> Good to see ya. Great to see Anna, you. Crack this seltzer open. Sorry, sorry. Was that, Adam, it's like ASMR. Adam wakes me up in the middle of the night with that sound. I hate it. With, yeah, this is something your husband and I have in common. Yeah. Do you do that in the middle of the night as well? If I wake up, yeah. Oh, I keep wow. a can of seltzer too. And we have had, Adam and I, I think, have had this discussion. Probably. Because you're like, gross. Right. And we're like, no. You're like, oh, but. Nothing mm. better than bubbles in the middle of the night. You're like, yeah, oh, yeah, my yeah, whole yeah, digestive yeah. system is um, cleansed. Yeah, but the noise is not cleansing for me so chelsea how yeah. was your week what have you been up to jillian let me tell you about my week i'm on a mission right now okay okay my mission is to fall in love with myself i love it okay ready I love that. and yes. speaking of the 90s when, when did it become trendy to not like yourself um i think it was in the 90s i think so too back when it was Right, because when you were supposed to be, all the famous people were super, 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 super skinny. Like, but like remember? in the '60s, wasn't it like free love and like people, twiggy. right? Yeah, and there we're we're like, I mean, we're just yes. happy and high all the time, you know? Right. And then it it was like, if you're not miserable all the time, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And like, I'm, you need to, I'm you done need to with feel it. like shit all the time. I yeah. like it. Okay, so tell us about this journey. All right, so here's this journey. I chopped love off your hair, my... by the way. Thank you. I love, I love my hair too. Good. Um, I can't make it look bad. Today was my experiment with the natural curls. Looks good. What do you think? Thank you. I love it. I got my lashes put back on. I bought a whole bunch of clothes I would normally never wear. And let me tell you a story about the clothes I would normally never wear. Let me hear it. Anytime I wear the clothes, people say the things. They do. Oh, tell um I don't, maybe you have other stories to share, but what about that the crop top? Yes. Day? All right. So yeah. here's the story about a crop top. This is how I I nurtured. Whoop. Wow, we're having technical difficulties. <laughs> that was a fun noise. <laughs> um. Okay. A crop top is something I would never wear ever. Right. I would right. never wear it. Except I want to wear it. Good. I think they're cute. They are cute. I think they're cute. So there's all these cool cats on TikTok, and they wear it. These all bitches these just cool wear cats. it. Wow. Yeah, I know. I'm put Carol Baskins. <laughs> so and I'm like, I'm I'm gonna do it. So the day I went and got my second COVID vaccine, mm-hmm. I put the outfit together. I had the high waisted mom jeans that the Gen Zers love. Love it. And I had Keds, mm-hmm. super cute, right? With a leopard print belt. And a white crop top and, like, a, a kimono yes. for safety. Yes. In case I got uncomfortable, I could always just, like, Yes. Right? Love it. Love that. But I went to Starbucks after I got my shot, and there was this, like, sweet, probably college, like, late college stage uh, black woman behind the counter. Mm-hmm. And I go up to the counter, and without anything, she does this, like, motion, this hand sweeping. Yes. And she goes, like, I love... All of this. This whole, <laughs> everything you got going on. Your hair, your earrings, your shirt, your jeans. You are doing the thing. You are doing. And I was like, I'm doing the thing. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, thank you for saying something because I never wear things that like been this. That must have been super validating. It, it was validating. And it was a whole moment, right? Where I was like, do you want to know the people who I'm trying to impress? The Gen Z college kids. <laughs> yeah. 
she thought I was cool. Therefore, I am cool. Therefore, I am cool. That was the day. I don't care if men my age think, like, what the hell is she wearing? Right. Who cares? No. Also, men don't care about that. Yeah, I know. They really don't. You know what men care about? Oh, you have big tits. <laughs> and I do. Thank you for noticing. <laughs> that was the day that you brought me coffee. Yeah. I don't remember why I was having such a terrible day, but you came over and it was like exactly what I needed. Oh, I remember why. I won't get into it now, but I had a work call. It was a cried. bad day for you. <laughs> but it was a great but... day for you and it brightened up my day because you were having such a good yes, day. Yes, I, I, I brought the energy over. You did. And um, I, I, you were giving me peak meme material, though. Because you were lawyering hard in your robe. (laughs) I was wearing my robe on my couch and Chelsea came over. I was on conference calls, really lawyering it up in a robe. You were lawyering. It was was like one of those awkward, like, friend moments where I was like, should I just go? No. Because, like, she's busy. (laughs) Or I'm like, no, I'll just sit here and take pictures of her (laughs) while she's working until she gets off the phone. (laughs) Um... I have a funny story, but I want to hear more about what you're doing. Oh, well, and I got my lashes put back on, yes. right? What? And I'm just, I'm, I know right now I'm in sweats, but today, let me show you the outfit I wore today. Hold, please. Oh, my God, I can't wait. I'll delete this. I'm, I'm, um, I guess I didn't get a very good shot of it. Yeah, but I still want to see. But I wore a striped shirt oh, with ovals. So oh, so cute. Oh, cat, right? God, you look so cute. And you I felt, precious. like, cute and trendy you look being like out in the world. in, like, what was that movie with? Four friends, and then they oh get my older. god, is it now and then? Yes, <gasps> you look- do you mean it? Yes, oh. wow, this is the best day of my life. Do you mean it? I love that movie, oh, it's a really cute movie. What a compliment! Um, yeah, so that's you're giving me now and then vibes. So, yeah, and I'm just this is what I'm doing, and I've decided I don't allow negative talk in my head anymore. I just Good. don't. I'm That's done awesome. with it. I love it. I love that for you. Thank you. So, uh, tell me your funny things. My now. funny story, which just you just reminded me of it when you were saying like, uh, like there's Jill like in her robe being a lawyer, and you're like, this is interesting. So we were away this weekend. We visited my <clears throat> husband's brother and wife and their three kids. We stayed with them, and we're all vaccinated. It was super safe. So at one point. They're telling us this story about how Adam's brother, who works in finance and is, like, very good at what he does, he was on a video call with someone who was, he was giving a pitch to them. I think that they were sort of, I don't remember if it, if he was giving an actual pitch or if he was showing them what the pitch would look like. Okay. And the guy goes, you clearly know what you're talking about, but I can't take you seriously because of your hair. And it was, he's just been growing his hair out because of COVID and he looks like he belongs on a surfboard. And I laughed so hard because I'm like, wow, you really do. That's amazing. But he refuses to conform. I like it. I know. See, I like that. And I'm going to tell you. But they did make him take a new picture for the website. So, but he didn't want to cut his hair. So we like, combed it back i have to show you hold on I, you can yeah. like this but i have to show you okay okay are you ready for this i'm ready wow <laughs> okay and when his wife was showing us we were all sitting outside at the fire he looks and... like his mom yeah he does wow you're right and um his one friend was like well that's not that's good and then adam looks at it and says something again very serious not laughing and I go, let me see. And he turns it around. And as soon as he turned the phone around, I cackled. Yeah. Like, sorry, I couldn't help it. Well, it's, <laughs> it's, you can tell that when he's not trying to look um, business formal, mm-hmm. that it it's, you could do a lot with that hair. Yeah. It's, it's nice, flowy hair. <laughs> um, 
it's not meant <laughs> for that. It's not meant to be constrained in that way. No. So yeah, but it was a good weekend. And uh, what else? Oh, I have a really funny story. But before we get okay. into the funny story, I have a sorry, funny story. I'm too. full of funny stories. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm give so a today. hand clap to the jurors in the Derek Chauvin trial. Oh you guys, my god, I was so nervous. I can't imagine the pressure that they must have been under. And how difficult that must have been, but they did, speaking of doing the thing, they did the thing. I knew you would text me, and I couldn't, like, I couldn't bring myself to watch it. Yeah. I was like, Joel will tell me, and literally, like, sighed. I was like, oh, thank God. I did not expect. I was so scared. Yeah, I didn't expect, I expected maybe, one, like, one guilty, like, I expected there to be, to, for him to be found guilty on one of the counts, but not all three. And I was in the car buckling Jack in after daycare, and they said guilty on the first count, and I literally gasped. Excuse me. I'm having a moment. What? I think I've been saying something wrong my whole entire life. What? <clears throat> Did you just say uh-huh. three counts? Counts. Like the count? Yes, C-O-U-N-T-S. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> I've been saying accounts. Like three accounts. Three accounts. Yeah, I wow. view it like a bank, and wow. you put your crime sure. in the account. Oh wow! So I, you've been charged on wow. this account, and this account, <laughs> and this account. And I've always said it. And what's your account number? Oh, uh, yeah, um, this is the murder. Yeah, this am is I? the robbery. <sighs> oh wow, Uh-oh. Chelsea! Wow. Hey, you know what? You learn something new every day. I guess. The more you know. Ding. <laughs> okay. So okay, tell me here, you're funny. Here's the funny. I know that you have been approached Me. multiple times to uh, <clears throat> sell products on the internet. Uh, yeah, what? and oh, I just okay. want to let you know that I got my first. <gasps> Congratulations. What is it? Is it Hope sexier? you are good. I work with a brand who needs podcasters to receive <gasps> a review kit of their product, and they will help promote your podcast. <gasps> if you're interested in teaming up with this brand and earning while doing so, message at Smooth My Balls. Does anyone need a male grooming kit? Smooth. They, <laughs> like, oh my god! Uh, this person clearly you didn't even click on a roller coaster. I know. This person clearly didn't click on my profile to see that I am that I I that I was born a female. I identify as a female. I don't have testicles that need smoothing. But thank you anyway. So oh, I'm going to have to anyways. politely decline. On that note, if there's anybody who wants us, we could write a kick-ass commercial for you. We could. I'm one that's saying. appropriate for who we are. And um, <laughs> 90s Kids is a really good discount code. I'm just saying. I'm thinking anti-aging cream. I'm thinking yes. home safe. You know. Yes. Hello Fresh. Yeah. Hit us up. Yeah. Um, I'm not, ready to sell out. But not ball smoothing. But no, no, no. I'm ready or blue to chew. sell out. No, I'll set with the... I hear those all the time on the podcast I listen to. What? It's Blue Chew. It's like Viagra, but it's a oh. chewable pill. And I laugh every time because I'm like, oh, buddy, you collect those dollars, baby. Because <laughs> they're like, hey, do you guys need help in the bedroom coming from like a 32-year-old man? <laughs> and I'm like, aw. At least Bubba. it's coming from a man and not a woman. Yeah, that's true. Although that would be funny. I have <laughs> another very cryptic, but kind of like, all right, here's the thing. I think it's absolutely hilarious 
but it's so dark. I'm a little scared to tell you. Just tell And me. our listeners. Well, right. if it gets too dark, we'll just delete it and no one will be the wiser. You're right. But I'll leave this part in so they'll be like, hey! <laughs> <laughs> That's how we'll know who really listens. Right. <laughs> what happened? Tell me the joke. Tell me the story. I won't think it's dark. Okay. So, uh, my mother-in-law is a little, a little nuts. Mm-hmm. And she is really, like crippling anxiety yeah among many other things yeah um and excuse me i'm not saying she's nuts because she has anxiety your girl has anxiety i'm medicated for it that's a separate issue anyways she has crippling anxiety Mm -hmm. so she has this habit and like uh josh and his siblings and i all kind of joke about it and the spouses too because she sends like birthday cards months in advance oh you know what i mean like like josh's birthday is in april Mm -hmm. and he got his birthday card like on valentine's day and there's no acknowledgement in it like i know i'm sending it early early. it's just better early than it's like she wants to check it off of her she wants to be like like seeing mail josh's birthday card on her to-do list even though she doesn't have to do it until april she's like (gasps) i can't meanwhile we got an extension on when taxes are due and this year i haven't even done that yet i usually do them like in february but i'm like meh and now i realize may is this weekend i might go on with your story okay so there there we are with the to-do list and the anxiety so guess what comes in the mail for me a Mother's Day card? Nope. A birth, a, not a birthday card. Nope. What? A sorry for your loss card. <gasps> oh my god! <laughs> Spoiler alert: there hasn't been a loss yet, y'all. Wow, my she's, re- just she's sick. like, well, he's really sick, so I'm gonna send this in case it happens. Did you write anything inside? Just it, it was the card. Yeah. And then hurt love. But that's what I mean. Wow. Nothing. Wow. Nothing to clarify. Like I know he's still here, but I was just thinking of you. Just oh, so sorry for God. your loss. And like when we lose people we love, <laughs> it's bloody bloody blood. Maybe and she heard cards. about Dippy. No, <laughs> this was came before Dippy died. Dippy's which the also fish. there's been a lot of death. Apparently, we had to have a funeral for a fish. <laughs> With like a, a casket yeah. and uh, tombstones, the best bagpipes and all. Chelsea sent us a picture of the casket, which was like a little bowl with some of his rocks on the bottom. And then our and friend I, goes, "Is that his bowl?" Because no Chelsea wonder goes, he died. No, it's his casket. And she goes, "Oh, I was gonna say. Well, no wonder he's dead. The bowl is like the size of the fish." <laughs> That was his casket. Obviously, Vanessa. (laughs) But a couple other people said that, too. Like, one of uh, Josh's friends from, I think, high school um, was like, oh, it's crazy that your fish only lived two months. Ours has been alive for three years. And then sent a picture of this, like, big-ass goldfish in a tank. And I was like, oh, that's a nice tank. You know, like, you're... And then she was like, yeah, I mean... Compared to that bowl, and I was like, "Oh, that's his casket." <laughs> Do people really God, think that guys? <laughs> but I guess like a fish casket is we is weirder. I mean, is it? I don't know. Anyways, Anyways. well, so um, so thanks. So Chelsea's I'm working. I'm glad. You, I'm trying to think of like. I'm like, man. So I'm cracking up. I I sent a picture of it to our group chat, like the. Josh's side of the family yeah. sibling sibling and spouse's group chat and his sisters are all like oh my god Chelsea we're so sorry like we we heard because apparently her sister was like oh yeah Sam they're like he didn't die and they were all trying to be like no no 
someone intercept that yeah. card. And so they were. They were like, Josh, apparently there's a card coming from mom. We don't know what it is, but you have to get it before Chelsea gets it. Like, you have to. And, and you they're know like, Josh didn't remember that. No. So <laughs> they're, they, so I get it, obviously. And I send it, and they're all like, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, I am in tears laughing right now. Good. Okay. This is the funniest shit ever. And makes for great stand up material. So well, really I'm does. just saying, if, if any stand up comedians are listening, and I know you are because we're <laughs> hilarious, I know you jack our content all the time. I it's mean, fine. It's fine. But, but if you need a story, us, okay. This is a real, I mean, right? Can you imagine the joke? Yeah, seriously. It writes itself. It writes itself. You don't even have to do any work. No, just. You just tell the story, and there your you go. Your face, you were like, <gasps> all right, I vote keep it in. Okay. Stays. <laughs> Congratulations, um, gang. Anything else you'd like to tell us about? I don't us? think so. We've been talking longer than we normally do. Have we at really? At the top of the hour. All right, fine. Yeah. Let's slide into our first segment. It's time for... Whack! Or all that! Do you want me to go first? What's your whack or all that? Okay. Um, on the same note as last week's kind of, sort of, friendship bracelets. Oh. Uh, I'm talking about the ones that you painstakingly made. Not like the kits that the kids get today where they're like, it's a friendship bracelet. So wait, are no. you talking about the ones with like... I want you to go buy the crochet thread. Okay. The stuff that you yeah. use for... Yep. What is it? Needlepoint? What is that what it's It's called? like the ones that Jack makes except without a machine. Yeah. Without the little wind-up thing. Yeah. I never I mean, made granted, those. I, don't, I didn't have that kind of patience. Your son is five, so he's fine. But I'm just saying. Let's get the middle schoolers... Remember, you would have a bobby pin, mm-hmm. and you would pin it to your jeans. I never made these, like, girl. <sighs> I know. My God. Listen, I this had is a very like, different childhood. I grew were you up doing in the math Bronx. assignments? Do you even know? No. I grew up in the Bronx, okay? I was dodging rats. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm trying to be like, you know, you're, you're like, if we had a sitcom, she's the artist, and she's the lawyer. <laughs> and they would, like, show us as kids, and you'd be like, Chelsea. I'm studying. And <laughs> like, so I'm let's like, make more friendship let's bracelets. Make friendship bracelets. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm reading my Babysitter Club books for the fifth time. Can you leave me alone? Can you please leave me? Um, I give it in all that. All Obviously. that. Also, they're coming back. All things friendship bracelets and those bead bracelets. Like, expensive. Which is crazy to me. I know. Like, I could make it myself. I'm not going to. I'm probably going to buy but one off of Etsy. That's what but, I'm saying you know. is you make them. That was... The magic. Mm-hmm. You would get matching colors with your friends. And like, you tie them. There's things in the summer at summer camp. You'd tie them on and you'd never take them off. And there'd be like sand in the string. Like, and off. yeah, it would just be like ratty and gross. And your mom would beg you to cut. She'd be like, please. Uh, you literally look like you have a noose around your wrist. Can you please take it off? And you're like, mom, don't judge me. I can't. Leave my bracelet alone. Also, I don't think I ever wore a bracelet until it fell off because I was weird about that. I'm like, well, that doesn't make sense. Then it'll get dirty and it'll rip and I want to keep it forever. Oh, wow. I was one of those. You're one of those, huh? Yeah. Yep. Um, I'm giving it an all that. It gets an all that. All right. My submission this week is... To the Midnight Society. To the Midnight Society. I call this the tale of vinyl clothing. Remember, like, pleather and, like, vinyl, shiny, shiny clothing? Yeah, I do. It gets a whack. Gets a whack. Whose idea was that? 
Clueless, Cher. Yes. Alicia Silverstone. Also, That's like, the Spice Girls. Was. So much vinyl. So, I just, and I can picture it because the other side is, like, not, it's, like, uh Like a regular itchy. fabric. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, why would you ever want, I just think about how much I would sweat. I, I mean, I sweat just, like, sitting around. I'm sweating around. thinking about it. Right. Honestly. I just can't imagine. I need something that is easy, breezy, beautiful cover girl. I mean, I cannot deal with plastic clothing. Okay? Do you know what I like? What? The touch. <clears throat> the feel of cotton. The fabric of our lives. Wow, Chelsea, sing a girl. I remember those commercials. You know what commercial I saw the Speaking other day that the made 90s. me laugh? I saw it online. Remember the Mentos commercials? So there was one particular one where this guy, like, I think he was getting ready to go to an interview and he sat okay, on yes. that wet park bench and the painter's like, oh, oh my God, I remember it. Yeah, he's got paint on his back. So then he's like, hmm. And then he rolls on it. So it looks like it's got stripes. Yes. And he's then the making... painter, like, gives him a thumbs up. Yeah. Um, I saw it on Facebook the other day. I think it was in that 80s, 90s group. And <laughs> Facebook flagged it for sensitivity. Oh my god! I don't uh, know why. <laughs> like, maybe because they don't they don't want to promote rolling around on paint, or we're, we're not going to make fun of this man, <laughs> or like eating Mentos. Oh my god, maker. that's funny! Isn't that funny? That was a total non sequitur, but I hope no, you guys enjoyed it. It needed to be there. You don't understand. <laughs> it needed to be said. One guys. time, we're going to do an episode on commercials. Yes. Well, that's a great idea. That's a good. There one. are so many good ones. All but right. that's not what our episode is about today. It sure isn't. Today we're doing Doug. Do you guys remember Duck Funny? Oh my god, what a treat. What a treat indeed. I enjoyed watching this so much, did you? I did. So tell me what made you decide you wanted to do Doug. Oh, because I loved Doug. So tell me about your like what do you remember about Doug growing up? It's like this weird staple sort of like the rugrats but a little bit more muted if that makes any sense yeah um but i remember watching it just as much as the rugrats in the same sort of way that like when the episode would start i'd be like i know this one right this is the one where (laughs) and then as i was re-watching it i was like i remember why i like this this is um dynamic characters for a cartoon world mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and it's kind it, is it really kind. is a kind and i in watching that i'm like you know it, doug is competing well not competing with but in the same world as uh red and stimpy and mm-hmm. rocco's modern life and these shows that were not so kind yeah and i just think um I, I think Doug was a, a little bit older than me. He was like a step ahead. Mm-hmm. And I liked him paving the way for me of what school and friendship was going to be like. Okay. 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 I tell like me it. about you. You, I, I feel like, did you like Doug or did I, did I make you watch it? No, I liked Doug. I watched it when I was much in the way that I watched the Rugrats at my grandfather's house. Like okay, that was yeah. the first time I watched it. And then of course we moved and had cable and had Nickelodeon. Um, but I love the show. It wasn't one that I like sought out, but when it was on, I always watched it. Oh, I loved it. Um, and <clears throat> like you said, it was kind. And then something they did, which I don't think was an accident, you know, they, everyone's different colors. Yes. Right? Which I love. That's so funny. Josh and I were talking about that today. And I'm none like, of they... them are like but white it's not... or bl- I mean, well, Doug is white. Doug's but white. kind of. He's so... He's so close to being a color. But ever right. And and in any event, you've got green, purple, blue, orange, yep. like every yellow. single color. Yeah, exactly. everybody is just 
varying. So I loved that. Yeah, but yeah, like you said, there's nobody. So you would have, you can't even like put a nationality to people. Right. Because they're all, it's just like, what does blue represent? Who knows? Maybe blue is, you know, South Um, American. (laughs) Exactly. Um, So I loved that. I love, I love the song and the like. That was really good. Like everyone recognizes the theme song. Yeah. You can't not. You can't not. Also, some uh, uh, an overarching note I wrote, and I actually this is a discussion. Let's have this discussion. Okay, Doug does this, and another TV show that I love, uh, more current than the '90s, Scrubs. Mm-hmm. Did you watch Scrubs? No. Okay. The main character in that show does the same thing, like the daydream thing. You yeah. know how Doug daydreams and oh, then they yeah, act yeah, it yeah, out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Scrubs would do the same thing. Okay. He would, like, be like, I wonder what would happen if... And then they would be like, whew, oh, and they would, okay. like, play it out or whatever. Yeah. And, like, it's so interesting to me because I remember watching that show with my mom one time, and she was like, oh, I hate when he does these daydream things. And I what, was like... Scrubs? Or yeah, that? in okay. Scrubs. Yeah. And I was like, really? I love it. And then there's all these articles, like, that is literally what my brain does. Like... I think that's why I like it because oh, my okay. brain that's the way your brain operates. If I think something, I it almost you like plays it. out like a movie for right. like a few minutes and right. I'm like, "Oh, interesting" or whatever. Yeah. So I really that's like so that. Funny. But then I recently read on the internet that not everybody's brain does that. Right. Are tell me, do you have an inner monologue? I feel like I do, but now I'm going to have to pay closer attention. <gasps> Just the fact that haven't... you said I feel like I do scares me. <laughs> Because Why? if you were to be like, Chelsea, do you have an inner monologue? I'd be like, yeah. She never <laughs> shuts up. Bloody, 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 bloody. Like, she never two, four, shuts seven. up. Um, I definitely have an inner monologue. I just can't. I don't know it, if oh, I, like, can you visualize hear it? it. And can you, can yeah. you hear your yeah, voice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, And okay. it's funny. When I have those, um, so for those of you who may not, who don't know, I have these weird auras. You oh, don't yeah. know if it's like seizures or auras without migraine, but they're or if a it's, tumor, you know. You know, no big deal. It's definitely not a it's not no, a I'm, tumor. No, it's <laughs> not a tumor. It's not a tumor. Um, but if it's if it's seizures, they're psychic seizures, and you it's like this intense stage. Like mood. that's so Raven. I know. <laughs> yeah, literally, like that's so basically. Raven. And um, she's like. <gasps> But that's exactly what happens that like I can I visualize something at like it's like a scene playing out when I have those. So it definitely happens when I have the seizure. Well, seizure or I don't know. But if I'm thinking like, I wonder what would happen if I did this. I don't know if it happens then. Hmm. Wow. We've spent a lot of time discussing this. I know. That's funny. <laughs> um, what about you guys? Chime in. Chime in. Tell us. Leave it. Leave it. Leave a note in the comments. Um. So, yeah, I love the show. This we watched the first episode. Which was... Season one, episode one. Season one, episode one. Bag of Nematode. What'd you say? Doug Bags of Nematode. Stop it. It's the name of the episode. Did you watch a different episode? Yes. <gasps> Where'd you watch it on? Pa- Paramount. Oh, I watched... Okay. Wow. This is making so much sense. Because when the show started, I watched it on Disney because it's also on Disney. Oh. But I think that Disney got the rights sometime after the fact. So what I thought was season one was... Disney's season one. I'm so bummed for you because this season one, episode one, is a clear pilot episode. He moves to the new town. He's okay. meeting all the friends. They're unpacking boxes. So this happens a year after that. And I was like, why does the theme music sound so different? Okay, it's well, different. this is, we are 
adaptable creatures. I will tell you about my yes! episode, and you we yes! will compare and contrast oh my God, to a yes. year later. So tell what me. did you watch? Season two, episode one. Well, according to Disney, it's season one. Okay, well, Google. Do you remember the name one. of the episode? Yes. Okay, so Google the name of the episode. Okay. All right. The episode I watched was Doug's last birthday, which evidently is season five. Oh my god. One. But on the Disney app, it comes up as season one. Well, that's some bullshit. So what I think, I think it's because Disney probably owns the last seasons five, six, and seven. Because there are seven seasons of the show. Well, that makes sense. I should have given you the Paramount that log and I wasn't so, even thinking. Oh my God, I love this. For okay, us. so then. So tell me. Instead about... of going back and forth since you're in season five, I'm going to tell you That's Doug's Hopes wild. and Fears in episode one, and okay. then you tell me how. How it compares. How they compare. Okay. okay? So here in, <laughs> in the actual first episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> Here's what's happening. Doug, the funny family, is moving to Bluffington. Yes. And the four of them are in the car, and they are they drive past a big sign that says, Welcome to Bluffington. Population, it says, like, 19,000, da 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 And then as they cross the threshold, it changes to 20,000,001. Cute. And then Doug is like, I guess I'm the one. And I just love that Aww. because you he's got main character energy because, Doug, <laughs> you're so vain. Um <laughs> <laughs> but I love that for him. So uh, another thing I noticed right away is Big Sister Judy has an undercut before yeah. it's cool. Oh, yeah. She was like... She's an artist. She's an artist, and she's setting the trend, and I love her for that. Okay. Um, I made a note that I think the last name Funny is funny. <laughs> Do you? That was going to be a really good joke. <laughs> I brushed it, though. Okay, so... Um, yeah, so we get kind of like the backstory of the family. So f- my first question to you will be here. When the when the funny family moves to Bluffington, dad is a photographer. Mm-hmm. That's the reason they moved there okay. is because he was going to work at Big Beaver Department Store wow. as their photographer. The mom is like a stay-at-home. She's a homemaker. Yeah. Judy is like a crazy artist. Mm-hmm. And Doug is the new kid in school. Yeah. So based on your episode... Do mom and dad maintain their careers? Well, they don't actually, they don't get into the mom and dad's careers in the episode I watched. Are the mom and dad in the episode at all? Yes, they are. And you know what's funny is that the episode starts with Doug sort of giving, like, background information. And I thought, oh, what a smart way to start a new series. A pilot? (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Um, Turns out, so this episode, in this episode, it's, um, it's called Doug's Last Birthday. And it's... He's about to turn 12, and he turns 12 shortly okay. before school starts. Already you're answering a huge question for me. What was that? I was trying – all right, so if you're in season five, are we to assume the seasons are a year? I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. Um, but, you know, I feel like in cartoons, people never age. That's right, because it's – so I said very – or I said fifth or sixth grade was my that, prediction okay, so that of tracks. how old he was. Then that tracks. Okay. if he was 10 or 11, then, you know, during season 11, That's that right. Track. They don't age. No. So – Doug doesn't seem any older. Not really. Okay. Um, I mean, he says he's older, and, like, Skeeter has gone through a growth spurt over the summer, but that's okay. really it. So the show starts out, and he's talking about how nothing ever changes around here except, oh, well, you know, 
I'm going to a new school because there. That's like the B storyline. Okay. Is this middle school that's being built. This new middle school that's being built. So it's not even he's aging out of his school program. He's just being like rerouted to a new middle school. Yeah, everyone is because the the original middle school was destroyed by termites. Oh, okay. <laughs> Interesting plot. Okay. And uh, BB. What was the last name? I Bluff? BB is not is it, a part. Okay, I don't know who she is. Her dad's I don't got know a her. lot of money, and he decides to fund a new school. Mm. So is it going to be named after her? I don't think so. And actually, he says I don't even know what the new school is called. Okay. Um, but he says that nothing ever changes, and then of course things do start to change. Sure, you that's know, the like, whole plot line of. This, right. The whole plot line is like and then everything everything's changes. changing and he hates change and it's a whole thing. So it turns out he didn't want anything to change. Correct. Even though he's like nothing ever changes in right. this town. As soon as it starts changing, he rejects like, the change. Exactly. I got it. Exactly. So that's that's where we are with that. Okay. Um all right, so you want okay. to tell us about your, more sure. about your episode? I think this is going well. I actually so, love the fact that we watched two different episodes. I know, me too. <laughs> um okay, so here one of the first things that happens in the actual first episode um, <laughs> is they meet their neighbor, Mr. Dink, right mm-hmm. away. So he comes out and he is uh, big dad energy, all right, even though he's not a dad, which I find interesting. He's yeah. got dad jokes for days. Yeah. Everything that comes out of his mouth is a dad joke. His wife, he introduces us to his wife, Tippy, who's a sarcastic bitch, and I love I her. I love her. She was in she this episode. Has I love her. The comeback queen. She's like Marsha, and you're going to get me with the jokes every time. Her, the wit, is razor sharp. Really razor sharp. Love her. Okay. So So they were in my episode, too. So tell me about, so tell me what Okay, yep. I'll tell you their role in the beginning here. So uh, Doug's dad says, oh, we're all tired from moving. Why don't you go see if you can find us some burgers? But Doug doesn't know where to get burgers, right? Right. So he's getting also, on his who bike. Who they're like middle schooler to get burgers? Worked for 90s kids, babe. <laughs> so he's getting on his bike of to course. go get. And the neighbor, Mr. Dank, is like, hey, what do you need? And then he's like, oh, I need burgers. And he's like, well, how about you come in for the short informational video? <laughs> and so he's like, I don't really have time. He's like, no, 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 you've got time. So brings him into his house. The first places, MLM, like, guys. Yes. Like brings him into this like welcome to Bluffington. And wow. it's the mayor made the video and everything. He's like going around bragging about the things. He's mm-hmm. like, we've got the best whatever. Proud? You bet we are. <laughs> and then they pedal off on their way. But the whole time, uh, like he... So Mr. Dink brings Doug into the house, and he's got, like, his big screen TV pops out of, like, a little box. Uh, yeah. He's got gadgets. Right. Because they're, they're Dinks, double income, no kid, right? Yes. So, oh, and he's... that's what that is. Wow. What, you didn't know what a Dink was? Well, I've heard it before, but I didn't make the connection. What? That is good writing, writers. Right? I love that. So... <laughs> double income, no kids, the Dinks family. Yeah. So um, he's got so he's got this like fancy gadget that mm-hmm. comes out, and then he's like, "Oh, this thing very expensive." And Tippy walks by, and in the driest of tones, she goes, "Careful, bud, you might impress someone." And then just like keeps walking by, and I'm like, "Yes, yes, yes." Anyways, after this moment, Doug pedals off on his bike to the Honker Burger, yes. which Mr. Dink told Classic. him about. So tell me about. So in episode your... five, um, excuse me, season five, episode one, <laughs> um, he mentions the dinks and he's on a ladder. And the first thing I thought was, 
this was this get just off a that shtick? ladder. Yeah, but was this a shtick in the '90s? Like there had to be one tinkerer. There was always. I mean, you had this guy. You okay, had I'm Tim thinking, Allen. That's what I was. But I weirdly, I'm thinking of Wilson, like the weird neighbor. He was also like, right. And then um, in the Rugrats, you had oh, Sue Pickles, obviously. So um, that's funny. Yeah, Mr. Dink, and I wrote, did every show in the '90s have someone who liked to tinker with shit? But he's on a ladder that like. It has like hydraulics, so he yep. can go up. And he's outside, and his wife says, "Careful, you might hurt something like my azalea bush." She's like, "I don't care if you fall, but if you fall on my azaleas, oh my god, I love her, <laughs> Tippy, Tippy Dink, Tippy Tippy." So, um, so yeah, that's when we meet them in season five. Is that it? Is that a brief? Is that a brief encounter? It's a very brief encounter. Okay. Um, they have an encounter later on in the show. Okay. Um, where he just kind of laughs at some. Doug is like very upset about something. He's like, "Ha ha, that's great, kid." It's just <laughs> like a very typical. Yep. yep. Neighbor yep. who doesn't have kids doesn't that's know right. how to relate to kids. That is right. Okay, so um, we'll hop back to. Doug going to the Honker Burger. Yes. In season one, episode one. He's on his bike going there, and all of a sudden he has an imagination vision of getting, like, made fun of. He's, like, all excited to go, and he's like, wait, what if I'm, like, the doofus or whatever, right? So he gets to the Honker Burger, and it was so funny because when this scene came on, I was like, I remember this. I remember this. And here is, well, actually, Mr. Dink giving him directions is the first example of kindness, but here's another big one with the kids, right? So Doug goes up, and he's like, I'll have two hamburgers. No pickles, no onions. And the girl was like, what? What What are you even saying? And so Skeeter comes up and is like, I got you, buddy. And then he's like, he wants two moo cows, no stinks, no googly eyes, no what, like, because they talk yeah. in code or whatever. And uh, he's like, ding, 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 ding. Yeah. He's like, don't worry, buddy, you'll learn. And Aww. is like, I'm Skeeter. It's short for mosquito. Aww. Did you know that? I didn't. And his last name is Valentine, Mosquito Valentine. That's and he goes, "That's a family name." <laughs> and I was like, "That's funny." Okay, so um, this is me meeting Skeeter, and I already love him. And Doug literally says, "I hope Skeeter becomes my best friend." Aww. So I would like for you to chime in now, please. Okay, so I'm going to give you a quick synopsis of where we are in the episode so far. So. Um, Right before he meets Mr. Dink and when he's talking about how everything stays the same and nothing ever changes, nothing ever happens. He said, like, he's talking about everyone, all of his friends. So Patty Mayonnaise, she's playing basketball with her dad, who's in, and her dad's in a wheelchair. I don't know if you might not know that. Nope. So her dad's playing basketball with her in a wheelchair. And I was like, wow, I love you guys for this way to, like, normalize all of this. Not only can not only are some parents in wheelchairs, but they can still do all the things. Um, and Doug is very happy that nothing has changed about Patty because he still loves her. Roger Klotz is quote still uh-huh. his same old charming self. And part of the beginning of the show is Roger like he's antagonizing these dogs who get out of the fenced in yard that they're in, and then chase him throughout town, and he's crashing into people, and that's how we meet all the people. And then we meet Skeeter. Who gets an ice? He's on his bike driving by an ice cream truck and gets an ice cream, and then BB Bluff, who is quote so rich she can't afford to change. Huh. Um, so Doug is like I said, he needs a haircut. Or excuse me, it's his it's his birthday's in a few days, and his mom's like, "You need a haircut. You haven't cut your hair all summer." 
And he gave me really big Adam Kringle's brother vibes with his long hair. Being like, I don't want to. Right. I like that long yeah, hair. Yeah, and his mom's like, you better go cut your hair. So um, he's writing out invites for his friends, and he's going to hand deliver them. And one thing that I like is that even though we know that Roger is a bully and kind of a jerk, he's still inviting him. Okay. Which, again, is like kindness. Kindness. Exactly. Yes. Um, and I actually watched this episode twice, and I noticed some things, which we'll get into at the end of my episode, but um, Mom is eating a snack, and she's like, you need to go get your hair cut. So he goes, and he's delivering his invite, his invites, and um, before he does that, he goes to get his hair cut, and... The guy at the barbershop tells him, oh, you do- I've been giving you a grade school cut this whole time. <gasps> oh, now it's time but for now the big kids. But now you need an older guy haircut. So this is the first change where Doug's okay. like, what the F? And he wheels out this choose a do for you system where you choose out your hairdo. It's like, And I laughed at this because I feel like in the 90s, there was this big push to automate as much as possible, at least in the movies and TV shows. Like, and it like was a Jetsons wave of the future. And stuff. Yeah, right. Like... But, like, none of that is actually practical. No. You know? So, yeah. And then he's delivering the invites. And when he delivers it to Skeeter, he opens the door. Skeeter opens the door and his arms are really long. He's like, oh, I had a growth spur. He looks like Stretch Armstrong. And as he's walking, his legs are hitting his arms. And that's a change that Doug's like, Okay, another change. So, I know. But Skeeter was, you know, sweet old Skeeter. I have a question about the mom. Is she, like, so nice? Doug's mom is very nice, yeah. She's so nice nice. in the first episode. Okay. Um, And they go to the Honker Burger, but it's no longer the Honker Burger. It's, like, something French. And I can explain why later. Okay. It gets changed. Does that happen in the episode? Yes. Oh, okay. It's another change. Got it. Lots of changes. Well, we're... Still at the Honker Burger here. Mm-hmm. So uh, Skeeter got him the food. And Doug is, they, they say, like, order up for the new kid. And Skeeter's like, I'll get it for you, buddy. And Doug's like, no, 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 I got it. So they're, like, man Wrestling racing to the, can- okay. they're just rush- rushing to the counter. But then Doug gets his first glimpse at Patty Manny's. Oh, and is like, whoa. <laughs> it's Patty. He loves her. He's got the hard eyes. Aww. And because he's so distracted, he slips on a packet of ketchup of course. that falls onto Roger Klotz's shoes. Uh-oh. And so this is our first meeting of Roger Klotz. And he's got his, like, little posse, right? Yeah. And how'd and that go? He, well, he's like, uh, new kid, you got something on my shoe, right? And then... He's like, I'm so sorry or whatever. And he's like, no, no, it's fine. Like, let's just go outside and talk real quick. Oh, my God. So he takes him out back by the dumpsters. (laughs) And then Doug is like, oh, I I didn't mean, like, I'm so sorry. Like, whatever. And Roger's like, buddy, don't worry. I'm not going to hurt you. I want to help you. And then he's like, you want to know how you could be the coolest kid in town real quick? You could bag a nematode I down at the park. Like, oh all you got to do is God. go catch a nematode. Spoiler alert, <laughs> nematodes aren't real. And so he's like, I'll meet you at the park tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. And I'll teach you how to bag a nematode and you will be the coolest kid in town. Wow. And so Doug is like, okay, great. Sounds great. So he goes back home. He takes the food home and he goes to bed. So we'll get into the next morning after you talk. Your turn. Your turn and go. And so, go. So um, all the kids 
And when I say all the kids, I mean like Doug and his friends. You've got Skeeter, Roger, Connie, um, and BB, who is rich. So they wanted to go to Honkerburger, but now it's like this new spot. And they go somewhere else. And Roger tells them to some other like random restaurant that sells hot dogs. And Roger says, oh, guys, I'm rich. And they're like, we don't believe you. There's no way you're rich. Because earlier in the episode when Doug had been delivering his or trying to deliver his invitation, Mm. he was delivering it to a trailer park that no longer existed because that's where B.B., her dad, was building the middle school. He, like, bought the trailer park and had everything leveled. And I wasn't crazy about this storyline. But we... Here's the thing. Did everybody approach it with kindness? Because this oh, yeah. is a no really one was good mean opportunity. About it. That's true. No one was mean about because it. Because this shit happens. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm telling you. Yeah, you're right. And then the kids, you know, like. No, you're right. Their land gets bought and now they're homeless and they're trying to go to school and act like. Right. Everything is okay. Look, I got Air Jordans for my birthday. <sighs> the babies. Wow, that's Breaking. So. Well, I guess Rogers... I know what I'm doing watching the rest of season five of Doug tonight. <laughs> Roger says that he's rich, and he's like, I will never lie. Have I ever lied to you? And they're like, well, well, like, there's that one time about so... the nematode <laughs> back when you first. So they leave the hot dog place because it's surrounded by, like, very stinky other establishments. They're like, what's that smell? And they're like, it could be from across the street. There's a sewage plant. There's a cabbage restaurant. There's, like, all this random stuff that doesn't actually exist in real life just stinking off the joint. Well, yeah. So then they leave, and they go to BB's house. And Connie says, thanks for letting us come over to hang out on your lawn. And BB says, I just did it so I wouldn't have to walk home when we're done. And oh. I felt that on a spiritual level. Yep. I will happily host a girls' night. Oh, um, <laughs> yes. That's, I always want to be the host. <laughs> Because I don't want to have to figure. Am I taking an Uber? Are we like? What do I have? Because then to you do? can walk what upstairs do I to bring? and go to bed. Like, right. what happens if I pee my pants in a chair? You no. know. Like, I mean, if you're lucky, it'll happen at your best friend's house, and then you can just borrow a pair of pants. <laughs> if you're lucky. <laughs> um. So, BB's dad, Mr. Bluff, like I said, he wanted to buy the trailer park, um, and then destroy it for the middle, new middle school. And here's the kicker: Roger's mom owns the land that their trailer park was on. So the guy who owned the trailer park did not own one little plot of land that Roger and his mom owned. So Mr. Bluff couldn't build his middle school (gasps) there. And she was like, basically Roger's mom was like, listen, you could either tear down everything that you've already worked on, or you could just pay me a boatload of money and I will sell you my plot of land. Which is Smart what she does. lady. I know. All I'm saying, I so far I don't see anything wrong with this storyline. So she and this Eat actually, the rich. <laughs> we are rich. This actually reminds me of a real true life story um, with dealing with Disney World. So total sidebar, but we back, love we, we love, love sidebars. sidebars. So Disney World back in the day when Walt Disney was like, I want to build. What's back in the day? Whenever. Disney World in Florida was built. Was it the 60s? Oh, we're doing... Okay. We're going way back. Way, way back. We're so going he, OG yes. D-dubs. So he's like, listen, I want to build this like Disney World. It's going to be incredible. It's going to be massive. Unlike Disneyland in California, which is significantly smaller. So he starts buying up all this property in the swamplands, basically, of Florida. Mm-hmm. And he's doing it under all these different names and different corporations so that people don't catch on to what's happening. And he tries to buy... 
one piece of property that is known as Bonnet Creek, and they refuse to sell. So now, and they've never sold. So now there's a resort in Florida that is within the Disney World walls, because, you know, it's like four different theme parks down there. So within Disney World proper, essentially, there is Bonnet Creek, all by itself, an island by itself. That's where Adam's dad, like one of the timeshares. Okay. So that's where it is. So that's the, that's the vibe I got from this. She's like, I'm not selling my, yeah. I'll sell you my land for a lot of money. Yeah. So anyway. It's so, I, a dream of mine is somebody would show up at my door and be like, I'll give you $7 million <laughs> for your house. I'd be like, okay. Okay, here you go. <laughs> where do I sign? Thanks. Um, so now, again, throughout, you know, as he's walking through town and doing things, he's very upset. He being Doug, he's upset with all of the changes. And it's like, I can't even get a burger at the Hunger Burger. I know. So let's go to a new school. Skeeter's arms hit his legs. How so, am I supposed to cope with that? The Honker Burger is fancy because the guy who owned the trailer park used his money to buy the Honker Burger and wanted to name it something fancy. Okay, hang on. So the trailer park guy got paid by Mr. Bluff. Bluff. Yes. Um, they're not characters in season one. That makes sense. Um, and so now he has money too. Yeah, not as much as Roger's mom, but he has disposable. Yes. So he buys like, the Honker Burger and turns it I into need a, to French, a French burger joint. Turn. The, I I need to turn a profit from this. I yeah. can't just live off of this money. Yeah. Except they make this guy look like an idiot. So I don't really. Well, know I mean, what he, was. he is. <laughs> The Honker Burger seems like a thriving franchise. <laughs> he should have just tried to expand on that, like maybe a second Honker Burger in another part of town. Right. Yeah, that's yeah, that would have been the smart thing to do, but instead he turns it into a French restaurant that requires you to wear like uh-huh. a jacket. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, what? So I don't know. Bluffington doesn't seem like the town that needs a fancy French restaurant. I'm yeah, just saying. It sure they only doesn't. have twenty thousand people. Yeah. Twenty thousand and one Chelsea. And so it's main character vibe. Doug's walking home and he passes a a TV store that shows this new movie that's coming out with Smash Adams, who's like the James Bond of Bluffington Smash or of the Bluffington Adam. world. And now he's wacky. Instead of being Bond, James Bond, he's like this wacky Smash Adams. And Doug is very clearly in the middle of an existential crisis. Sure. I mean. A quarter he, life, a pre, uh, he, it, like a sixth of a life crisis. Yeah. He is in it. And I think, and I wonder, you know, you think about the kids that are watching this, they're going through these same changes, right? But that's what, that's what I Which mean I like. when I said, when I watched Doug, I felt like he was paving the way for me. Like, watching episodes like this, I had enough knowledge that change was coming for me, but it yeah. hadn't come yet. And being right. like, oh, God. Right. Tell me what to do, Douglas. Right. You know, so. <laughs> Douglas Yancey funny. What do I do? So then they he gets home and his dad is outside with his mom. And this is another thing I love. His mom and dad are working on their car. His mom is on the ground under the car, working on the car. Okay. And the dad is up above doing something. I'm like, That's yeah, Daniel bitch. Tiger energy right that there. That is Daniel Tiger energy for the 90s. Thank you. That's real good. Jim Jenkins, 10 out of 10. And Adam will tell you that I am the contractor in our house, and he is the bread maker. Bitch, like, I'm the one with two hands in this house. <laughs> Who do you think is the contractor <laughs> over here? Adam's the literal bread, literal bread maker, not like money, but he makes. He bread. makes the actual bread <laughs> and he, gives it to his neighbors. He does with love and care. So, 
So Doug's dad is like, oh, did you get your hair cut? And he did not because he couldn't make a decision. And his mom comes out from under the car, again, eating a <gasps> snack. Tell me she up. wheels out on a scooter. Yes, that's yeah. exactly what she does. Oh, and yeah. she's like, Douglas, Yancy, funny. I told you to get your hair cut. Like, she's okay, very so nice mom has had it. Yeah, she's frustrated. She's like, this is not okay. So then. Um, I told you one thing. Yeah, tell me. You had one job today. Get right. your hair cut. And you didn't do it. So now Doug is hanging out at his house with Patty and Skeeter, and Patty tells him that she's going to be homeschooling in the mornings. That she w- but she'll be still be at school in the afternoons for like science and math and I think sports or something. And Doug like that. is like, "What the fuck?" Basically, he's like, "Oh my god, getting older changes and everything." He is he is one bad news story away from leaving a Doug-sized hole in his bedroom window. I understand. So been there, Doug. So tell me. I feel like I want you to keep going until there's a natural transition. All right. I'll keep going. I might end up going through the whole thing. That's fine. Because I only have a little chunk, too. Okay, perfect. So Doug goes downstairs, and he's sitting at the table with his mom and dad and Judy, Mm -hmm. who is very lovely throughout this episode when you've seen her. She's super nice. And for some reason, I remember her being mean, but she's not. So... Wait, I'm sorry. Who mean? Judy, his sister. Oh, no, she's not. She's really nice. I remember her. That's so funny yeah. because I have the same memory. But right. no, I think um, I think we're comparing her to Daria. Ooh. I really like because she has the same haircut, the same right. vibe, and that girl's very yes. like, sarcastic. Yes, but yes, Judy yes. is just drama. Sweet. Yeah. She's just. Ugh. Yes. I think she's like. Uh, oh, God, you wouldn't know. Never mind. I was going to say. I think she's like Natalie. Who's like. <laughs> who's Natalie? You don't know her. Wow. But that's what you I mean. Have, you have people in your life that I don't know? No. We're done. I know. So. um, Doug announces at the dinner table that he's canceling his birthday. And he goes, I have an announcement to make. I am. And everyone at the table says, canceling your birthday. And he's like, what? How did you know? And they're like, you do this every single year. And while they're saying this, his mom again is eating. She's eating something. She's been eating this whole episode. Is she pregnant? Well. <gasps> so. <gasps> and I didn't notice all the eating she was doing until I watched it the second time. Oh, and I was my like, God. Oh, yeah, she's eating this whole episode. So um, they're like, life has changed, Dougie. That's what Judy says. And they're reminiscing about all the times that he said he was going to cancel his birthday. Like. One time when he blew out his diaper when he was two, he was like, my birthday's canceled. The year, like, You want to know what bitch should cancel her birthday? <laughs> Why? I love your... Well, <laughs> Chelsea's birthday is... Notoriously garbage. Yeah, and it's also right around Thanksgiving. Sometimes it's on Thanksgiving and everyone forgets. So anyway, <laughs> they're like, um, yeah, life has changed, boy. And uh, he's, he goes, even though she's my sister, Judy was right, which made me really chuckle. It's 90s. Had to yes. hate your sibling. Exactly. That's exactly what I thought. So now we're having his birthday party. Doug has cut his hair and everyone loves it. I don't understand what the difference is. It looks like his haircut all, all the time. And then Patty also got a sassy haircut and now she's wearing pants. Oh. She's like, oh, with all this talk about haircuts, I thought it was time. And um, Roger shows up in a limo and instead of wearing a leather jacket, he's wearing a leather vest. <laughs> Which made me laugh. Well, probably because I bet you it was pleather. Speaking of, it was vinyl. I bet you it was a black vinyl. I don't think it was leather. And now it's a leather vest. Oh, I bet you're right. You're definitely right about that. Your boy got an upgrade. 
So then Doug says to Patty, well, I guess this is the last time I'll see you, Patty, which is so dramatic because they're about to start school. I remember yeah. she said she was homeschooling. So Does Patty, she go, <laughs> you're so dumb. No, she's visibly annoyed. Like oh. she has annoyed eyes and an annoyed tone. And she's like, you were listening to me. I said I'm doing half days at home and a half days at school. And I laughed because I'm like, wow, fucking typical. Men. Doug is so, not only men, but Doug is the star of his own show. Yes. And all he can focus on is, main is his own energy. main character energy. All he can focus on is how he is being impacted by all of this change. So he's not actually listening to any of the words because he's already skipped ahead 10 steps to how it's going to impact his life. Wow. But I'm going to tell you something. That's the energy I'm bringing to the table now. <laughs> I'm the main character, and this all affects me. How does this impact me? I don't care about you. So then Doug sits down with Skeeter, and they're talking about the gifts that Doug got for his birthday. And Doug's like, I've got a whole plan because Judy's going to college, so I'm going to move into her room because it's bigger, and I'm going to put this here and this there, da-da-da-da-da. Changes. Yeah. His initiation. Yeah, his initiation. He's got all this issue with change, and here he is. Right. His mom comes out eating cake. Right. And then um, his mom and dad are like, oh, kids, we got to talk to you. They bring him inside and go, um, we've got some news. Mom is having a baby. Mom's pregnant. And Judy Hold on. I have a question. (sighs) Yeah. Is this on Doug's birthday? Yes. I don't agree with this decision. <laughs> I don't agree with this parenting choice. Okay, moving on. So they tell him at the end of his birthday party. It really was his Maybe last it's not birthday. his. Well, yeah. I don't know if it was his actual birthday, but it was the day of his birthday party. I'm pretty sure it was. That's so, fucked up. Uh, yeah, you're I'm right. I'm just saying, you're wait right. until the I know, light at least is the next day. Because he's our, now he's the middle child. Wow, he is the middle child. And, he found and they're out already treating him like they're like, you know what? He's the middle. Let's just. Yeah, get to it. So Judy is very happy, gives her mom a huge hug. She's very excited about it. And then she goes, way to go, dad, and winks at him. Oh, yeah. And Doug goes, what's that mean? And his dad's like, uh, I'll tell you later. I'm like, oh, classic 90s. Just throw, the bu- just throw him the book about yeah. how babies are made and leave it at that. And then um, the parents, in an effort to placate their son who hates change, says, but don't worry, Doug, since we know you don't like change. We've decided you get to stay in your room and we'll make Judy's room the nursery. <laughs> wow. And scene. I love it. I love that it. That was the end of that episode. All right. I was hoping Roger would come back because that's a transition into mine. But oh, he well, he was at the birthday party, which I loved. I love that he was included in the party. I do, too. Okay. Um. So it's nematode time. Yeah. So it's nematode. All right. So we're going back to the beginning. We're going back to when life was simple for Doug for a minute. <laughs> this is like the early days. When he was the baby of the family. So he wakes up in the morning. Yeah. When he's a baby. He wakes up in the morning and they said to be at the uh, the crick at like 7 a.m. to go <laughs> nematode hunting. So the mom and dad are like Folgers commercial unpacking their boxes, like just looking for one coffee mug for their <laughs> coffee cup, being like, where are you off to so early? You made friends already? And it's sad because he's going to see the bully, you know, and he's like, yeah, I'm going to bag a nematode. She's like, you're adorable. And so he he leaves. I don't know why that's so funny. I know. So this here is the thing, like, I'm going off topic, sidebarring. We love sidebars. We've been over this. You, me, and Kate have had a discussion. Who's better, Spike or Porkchop, right? Yes. And we're like, you guys, 
I think it was y'all. I was team pork chop, and you guys were team Spike because, and apparently the Rugrats movie, he saved still from a monster. And yeah. like, what's better than he that? Saves the babies. But let me tell you about pork chop in episode one, season one, because he comes out protecting his Doug immediately. Oh. Okay, so they're down at the thing. Roger's down there with his friends, and he's like, "This is what you got to do. You got to duck down low and go karukachu." That's right. I remember this noise. And then the nematode. And so then he's like. And then, uh, yeah, when you catch one, whatever. And he's like, well, how will I find you? He's like, don't worry. We'll find you. Because they go behind the thing. You know, they're blackmailing him or whatever. Right. So Doug is dancing around. He's there, like, for hours. Karooka-chewing. And, like, squatting <laughs> and clucking like a chicken all around. And then he looks over and sees Roger and his buddies, like, laughing in the bushes. And he's like, oh, it was a setup. Like, I'm the town loser. I'm the worst. And... He, like, slumps over, and he's like, Roger, like, man, now this is going to be my reputation in this brand new town. I already hate it here. Speaking of changes, I miss my (laughs) old home, all the things. And then Porkchop is like, fuck this shit. And so he jumps into the pond and gets covered in mud and then comes up and pretends to be a nematode and scares Roger. And then Doug, like catches him right or does whatever. Doug realize that it's pork chop the whole yes, time yes he does oh, okay, okay he's like and then pork chop <laughs> you know and like nematoding yeah he's nematoding so he finds it so then Roger's all like freaked out or whatever so then Doug like Roger leaves he's like oh my god you caught a nematode so for a moment he respects Doug for only a moment I you know and anyways so we go back to the honker burger and and poor chap is still covered in mud and skeeter the the dumb idiot right the the sweet dumb idiot is sitting there being like this is the nicest nematode ever and he's like <laughs> skeeter it's pork chop it's not an actual i'm i just told you the story about how it pork chop dressed up like a nematode and then he's like oh, i love this guy and so then doug is like walking up to the counter again and very kismetly slips on a ketchup packet, much like he did in the beginning of the episode, which led him to Roger. Mm-hmm. But this time, the ketchup packet goes directly on Patty Mayonnaise's bun, like as she was getting yes, her thing. I and he's this. hiding under a table in shame. He's like, "Oh my gosh, I just ketchuped Patty Mayonnaise, the the girl of my dreams, like mm-hmm. unbelievable." And she comes down under the table and she goes in her little little Southern accent. She's like. Is this a private party or can I join? And they're like, what? And then he's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And she's like, no, it's fine. Honestly, it's fine. Look. And whatever. And then she's like, I'm Patty, Patty Mayonnaise. And and then Doug goes home and he's in his room and he's writing in his journal. Yes. So is he writing in his journal? He is. That's I'm how the so glad starts. he maintains the journal. He's like, well, it's the end of the summer and I haven't written in you since yeah. the beginning because nothing ever changes. Nothing happens oh, here. And then he's got a big, long yes. episode. Then everything right. changes. I gotcha. Okay. So he, he's on his bed and he's writing like. Oh, my first, it wasn't so bad. Like, I met my enemy, my, hopefully my best friend, and I'm not too, I don't want to rush anything, but I think Patty is the love of my life. (laughs) And then that's the end of the episode, and it was just so cute and sweet, and I loved it. And um, then I watched the first, like, five seconds of the next episode, and I just feel the need to say, because it starts with Mr. Dink outside, um, hitting golf balls, Mm -hmm. and... Tippy comes out and is like, uh, can you please come inside? Like, 
it's midnight, basically. <laughs> and he goes, what, you want to shag some balls? <laughs> Stupid! And I was like, oh, classic 90s humor, where they yes. throw it in for the adults. Kids don't think anything. Goes right We're over like, the kid's what? head, just go, like Judy's saying, way to go, Diane. Yeah! Oh. That's a- I love that. They're keeping it consistent. So, that's Doug. Um, apparently that was episode one, season one, episode one, and season five, episode one. It's fine. Listen, guys. This worked out. We were going to play MASH, but that took up more time than I anticipated. We'll have to play MASH a different time. We can just make an episode of Of MASH. Playing MASH. A whole MASH episode. Yeah. I got to see, I got to watch that episode again. The uh, Nematode episode. I absolutely remember watching that when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. And it's funny because I don't remember the episode I watched. It's funny because I don't remember, like, I don't remember Doug having a baby. I, don't I mean, Doug being a baby right. in his home. Right, so right, does she right. stay pregnant for the next three seasons? Or is I there don't a... know. But... Or did I stop watching it? Because we might have aged out of it. We you know? might, Yeah, we may have. So season one came out in 91. Yeah. Wow. That's wild. <laughs> That's the other thing. Like, the music was different. Now I know why. Ugh, what a dummy. The music was different? It was slightly different. Let me play it for you. Okay. 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 I'll find season one, episode one of it. Yeah. Okay. (gasps) I know. Oh, my God. I'm shook. I don't know. So, yeah. Okay. I was very confused. Now I know. Hold on. I gotta... Oh, yes, this is it. Little harmonies. I know! Oh, that's right. It's Roger. Roger. Yeah. <laughs> Keeping. I'm playing the whole thing. Can't make you have to. That's Peter. Ten out of ten. Ah, uh, ten out of ten. I indeed. like the early one better. Oh, better, better. Ah, uh, so do I. Okay, so I'm reading up on this. So, okay, yeah, yeah. it was on Nickelodeon, and then what for five happened? seasons, and then Disney in real life. Yeah. Oh wait, it was on Nickelodeon for four seasons, and then Nickelodeon, or excuse me, then Disney greenlit the fifth season after they acquired Jumbo Pictures, which is. Yeah. So okay, hold happened. on. So Doug jumped to the Disney Channel. Is that what you're telling well, me? Well, I don't know if the Disney Channel existed at that time, but it was owned by Disney and it moved to ABC's Saturday morning lineup for three years. Oh, okay. I bet I quit watching it. Probably. That would have been in 96 or 97. I was definitely... Oh, my God. I had probably aged out of it at that point. I know what I'm doing now. <laughs> watching Doug from start to finish. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see how the, like, the difference between the two, between the Nickelodeon years and the Disney years. Fascinating. I know. What a fun discovery, accidentally. This was fun. And watching the episode was pure joy. 
Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to probably sign up for Paramount. I guess. I mean, at this point, I have. I, so you many should probably just steal it from Ashley if you're listening. Is that okay? <laughs> Let me know. Okay. Did you have fun, Chelsea? I did have fun. Let um, me tell the people where to find us. Yeah, tell the people where to find us. We are at Worked for Nineties Kids on uh, somewhere. I don't know. Everywhere. Everywhere. Worked for Nineties Kids on the is the spot to on be on the gram. We finally have a TikTok, although there's nothing on it yet. We'll, we've got a plan, though. We have a plan. It's going to be good. We've got an email address, worked19skids at gmail.com. You can email us episode ideas. Yes. Um, Tell us I, your thoughts on Doug. Yep. I want to know about Doug. I want to know about your brains. Do you visualize? Yeah. Chelsea wants to know about your brains. Yeah. She wants to get in there and maybe scoop them out. That's what I do. It's who I am. <laughs> Also, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Yeah, please do that so uh, we can get those ballless shavers to uh, yeah. sponsor our podcast. I'm really hoping that we get other people that want to sponsor us that have nothing to do with testicles. Okay, yeah, that's that's be... the goal for 2021. I, get a sponsor like... that has nothing to do with men's testicles. A hundo P on board. <laughs> okay. <laughs> on that note, see you next week. Bye. Bye. I was playing my Game Boy. Work for 90s kids. Have a seat, I'ma tell you about the best decade. Yo, I had a bowl cut, I ain't have a fresh face. Take it to the 90s, I don't care what all the rest say. I could quote the Illmatic if you wanna test me. Cause you know I'm listening to Nas, not the Ice Ice Baby for the right price. Maybe see a fight night, crazy how Tyson, he was knocking them out. And Ninja Turtles on the telly when I'm locked in the house. Watching Michael play the Lakers and he boxing them out. And yo, with magic gets a ring, well then I'm knocking the pal. Oh yeah, I think it's time to celebrate No, there ain't no better way I'm chillin' on a Titanic getaway Tell you the truth, I wasn't planning to dance But when I got my hammer pants, you ain't standing a chance Got my fashion locked down with the British knife Hurry, head home, maybe we could catch a nigga at night Psych! Hey yo, you remember, remember taking the Game Boy, right? Let's take it back to the 90s Right, you took the Game Boy, you put it right under the lamp Because you ain't have the light That's where you cats gonna find Yo, 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 if we're talking video games, Goldeneye Yo, let's take it back to the Goldeneye on Nintendo 64. Son, you are not beating me. That's where you cats gonna find me. Remember when you had to dial 1-800-COLLECT to call somebody, but they cheap and didn't want to accept. Remember when you used to dial up to get online? Then somebody grabs a phone, it would happen all the time. Remember when it was cool to have a pager? The crazy house parties and the DJ with the fader. Remember on the weekends you would hit a blockbuster? Making mixtapes that you got for your crush. Or, you know, getting numbers was a part of the plan. I was clueless. She told me I should talk to the hand. Keeping all your notes in the trapper keeper. I was getting mad at teachers because she took my Walkman. She ain't let me get it either. It's the Fresh Prince from the city of Philly. Anybody know what's going on with Millie Vanilli? Yo, watch what you putting on after dark. I still be getting nightmares from Jurassic Park. Hey, yo. Yo, you remember Pogs? What the heck were Pogs? Take it back to the 90s. I didn't even know what they did. I used to just stack them and just, like, kick them down and collect them. But yo, you know what else? I had the Super Soaker 50. Remember I had the thing on the top? And you would like pump it up a million times and then you squirt the cars going down the street? Yo. Come over my house, yo, be my guest. Come over my house, yo, be my guest. We can watch a sitcom, T-G-I-F. We can watch a sitcom, T-G-I-F. Come over my house, yo, be my guest. Come over my house, yo, be my guest. We can watch a sitcom, T-G-I-F. Yo, you remember like in school, all the girls had the Furbies? Take it back to the 90s. You know what I'm 
saying? They wanted like the troll dolls. I wasn't down with that. I had the Batman action figures, but. Oh man, Garbage Pail Kids. Remember the Garbage Pail Kids? I don't even know what that was. Yo, what else do they have? Oh, listen. Listen. If we talking sitcoms, Fresh Pits of Bel Air over, over everything. That is Seinfeld. Friends was just okay. I mean, movies. Got the Batman Forever, Batman and Robin. Uh, you know, as a kid, that you know, kind of ruined the whole franchise for me. But whatever. Mom, mom, where's my talk boy? The, the, the talk boy, that thing from Home Alone. I, I, I need it because I'm gonna record record my demo.